Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 241, recorded live on Saturday, January 28th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who's on the clock this week, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who now has plenty of time on a Saturday, Andy Lowe. Hi. So you're done with class, mm-hmm. but we knew that. Yeah. Is there something else? No. Okay. I have to go running. Ooh, running. Yeah. Mr. I haven't posted anything on Photocracy since November 7th. Because I haven't worked out. I think it's November 9th, actually, but yeah, I haven't really worked out since then. Mm. Brain has been stressed. I Brain find has been... Running. Yes, I know. I, I understand you find running relieves your stress. Yes. You are one of those lucky people. I do not. Ah, oh, crap. I find running to what? Crap. What? No, um, Kat's ahead of me now. Ah. And she's running a half marathon this weekend. So she will be far ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Better get a move on there, Andy. I know. The problem is she has machines to work with. I just, well, granted, I could do body workouts and such. Mm-hmm. You don't need a machine to do a squat. No. There's many things that you could do without a machine. Right. Push-ups. Curls. Curls. Uh, well, yeah, curls if you've done bells. Yeah. Uh, crunches is what I was going for. There's actually a show that we uh, just premiered on the Food Network called Fat Chefs. Did and you we- say that we just premiered or that just premiered? That just premiered. Okay. We, we saw the show. Ah. Being the royal we. Right. Um, it was kind of funny because one of the guys was a pastry chef. And so he's like, I, I, it's like an alcoholic working in a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> but, I've noticed a distinct lack of actual cooking on Food Network. I don't know. Chopped has lots of... Well, but, like, it's not here's how you make it anymore. It's, hey, watch these people cook. That is Food true. shows used to be, here's a recipe, here's what you can do with it. They still, I think they have that during the day. I don't know. I don't watch the Food Network outside of, you know, Chopped or So you have, like, Chopped, iron. you have Hell's Kitchen, you have Iron Chef USA, you have, um, like, the Pastry Challenge, you have King of Cakes or whatever it is. The the great baker off Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. The next great baker. You have throwdowns with Bobby Flay. The next Iron Chef. Dinner Impossible. Food Network is no longer about the food. (laughs) Well, I also love how there's a show right now called The Worst Cooks in America. Yep. It's not even like we're watching people make good food. and (laughs) (laughs) You're just watching people make bad food. Yeah. Well, although with worst cooks, they they get them to start cooking good food. Yeah. Like, it's a a rigorous training course of, here's how you actually are supposed to cook. Yeah. That's why you need to download the entire series of Good Eats. (laughs) All, what, 14 seasons? Yep. And it's done. It's done done? It's done. He's announced he's not doing it anymore. (gasps) I gotta make sure my... uh... Alton Brown is done with Good Eats, which probably means Good Eats is done since he owns the show. Yeah. 244 episodes and eight specials. Jeez, 14 seasons. Yep. Yeah, I got to make sure the rest of my um, episodes of that are up to date. Because I also, I want to learn how to make good ravioli, but I also want to learn why the ravioli is good. (laughs) 
But granted, I'm not really going to make ravioli at any point. Mm-hmm. But it's good to know why. Why ravioli is good? Yeah. Like what makes good ravioli? Yes. How? The thing is, I mean, some of it is that it, it's subjective. And what is good ravioli to one might not be good to someone else. True. So you do need to find where it lays for you. But it's also the fact that um, it seems... I don't know what al dente pasta is supposed to taste like. Firm pasta? I know, but what my idea of firm pasta was um, is not supposed to be what firm pasta is. What? Is your idea of firm pasta like uncooked? No, that's that's very firm pasta. <laughs> then I am at a loss. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... It, okay. No, but um, there was a guy who was testing all the, the pasta myths, like how much water you need, do you need to put salt in the water, this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And he was showing what they considered al dente pasta by, like, breaking spaghetti in half and showing you the white center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have that when I cooked. Um, that's a little more than al dente. That, that's, that's still in the realm of undercooked, oh. personally. Well, maybe his al dente is not your al dente. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. I like it to still be firm, but I like if it's still white in the center, there will be a crunch when you bite down. Mm, Crunchy pasta. Now I'm just hungry for pasta. I haven't even had my eggs yet. I'm having tea, coffee, tea, and chocolate. Now, and have chips. you? I swear I heard about this, but I haven't been able to find it online. What supposedly? There are these things like whiskey stones, but they're coffee cubes. Okay. That you're supposed to put them in your coffee. Yeah. And they'll melt, absorb, they'll melt a little bit, absorbing some of the heat from the coffee to make it actually a drinkable temperature right away. And then um, it will stay because the cubes will, won't uh, release their heat as fast as the coffee. The, cu- the cubes will actually keep the coffee at that temperature Warmer. for longer. You ever heard well, of that or no? Yes, in the sense of it's a whiskey stone. Can you use whiskey stones in coffee? Yes, you can. Huh. You can, in fact, microwave the whiskey stones. Oh, there's so Google that, search results for whiskey stones and coffee. Coffee stones? Yeah. Coffee rocks? Ah. I should have just done my research more before asking you. Ah uh-huh. You know, by putting things into Google. Right. But yes, if you, if you take... Uh, you can actually microwave the whiskey stones to warm them up. And then put them in a hot drink. And then they will cool the hot drink to start with, but they will keep it at that warmer temperature for longer. Gotcha. I used, I have like, a, I have two sets of whiskey stones because I bought them on Woot. And they, I, I'm not sure I would actually recommend them. Perhaps for whiskey, but not on a typical day-to-day replacement of ice cubes. Now, you see, I don't have any... Anytime I would drink whiskey, I would be out somewhere. Right. You don't drink whiskey at home. No. So then so, having the whiskey stones here would be... <laughs> I'd like to order a whiskey, but hold on. I've got these stones here in my portable refrigeration device. Right. Like, pour, pour it over these... No. Although it is really nice to be able to consider that you're drinking whiskey on the rocks. Oh, but... um. Thank you and good night. Be here all week. I'm guessing after that we should probably go on to topics. Yeah, before we lose everyone else. <sighs> so, so what do we have? I was trying to go uh, segue with this. I know. I, I saw that and I destroyed it. Yep. Kind of intentionally so. Because I'm a dick like that. Hey, the first rule is <laughs> to admit you have a problem. <laughs> it's not the first rule, Andy. It's the first step. <laughs> <laughs> 
steps, rules, whatever. However, Google is changing their privacy policy. Yeah, if anybody who has a Gmail um, would have gotten this email from them saying, hey, we're changing things around. Yep. And they are, what they're doing is they're actually removing the barriers between your separate Google accounts. And I actually didn't know that the different ones were separated. I had assumed they were all linked anyways. But your reader, your voice, your mail, your search history are all going to be linked together now. And again, like it was more surprising to me that this wasn't already the case. Yeah. So when you think of Google, you think, okay, I have all the stuff under one Google name. Yeah. But now all the privacy policies are now under one name. Yep. So either you're using Google services or you are not. Yeah. Now, the reasoning behind this massive change, which uh, a lot of people are a little ticked about. It's actually getting reviewed by Congress right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They aren't going to do anything about it. No. Uh, but the reasoning behind it... Oh, I have two whiskey stones right here. <laughs> Something to play with. Uh, they There's two thoughts about the reasoning behind this. The first is that they are just greedy bastards, and they want to have everything together and integrate it with Google Plus a little better. The other is their Siri competitor. Was it Magell? Yes. And that this would be helpful for that program to have access to all of this information. Ah. So the link that we have that is regarding this privacy change is actually from a, a really nice blog called Android and Me. And it's from the point of view of an Android user, what is the change? And it even has Google's little YouTube video about the change. I, I'm, uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not particularly worried. No. But it's out there, and everybody who has Gmail, which is a lot of people, yeah, now know about it. So, Steam. Yes. Jumping to the top of the list. Steam has been working on, for some time, an Android and iPhone application. Yep. That would allow you to throw money at them. And hold on, as I open up my Steam mobile app, since I am did in the you, beta. Did you sign an NDA, Andy? Uh, nope. Really? Yep. Are you sure? I do believe so. Okay. This was literally um, given to people in the press release for the media saying, Hey, if you want in the beta, send us an email. So I said, I would love to be in the beta. And so I got an email back with Wait, the code. I don't remember getting an email like that. Are you not on Steam's list? I better be on Steam's list. <laughs> I don't think you are, then, if you didn't get that email. I don't think I'm on Steam's PR list. Sad for you. But So I can tell you exactly what this Steam mobile app is, which is basically Steam minus the games. Because you got your friends lists, you have the store catalog. Oh my god, Andy, we've given you a way to get on Steam without breaking your computer during recording. Yeah, I forgot I should probably close down Steam at the moment. <laughs> well done. But yeah, I I could see who's playing what at the moment. Oh crap, I have to get off my game. I mean, um... No, you're not technically... You're online at the moment. I know. I was making a joke that I'm gaming while recording I'll again. We'll send Dave a message. Hello from my phone. Cool. There is no way to tell that you are on your phone. That's a little... Mm, I'd like a, a symbol or something to let me know you're mobile so that I don't try and invite you to various games. I'm like, oh, Andy's online. I could get into this game now, and then we can play it together. 
I should go load DEFCON. Except I can't play DEFCON from my phone, so... Right. Basically gives a way for people to stay in touch and for people, you know, to keep tabs on the Steam sales wherever they're at. Oh, God, Steam sales. Why Steam sales? You know, if you're bored on the bus or something, you can just load it up. Oh, look at that. That's only $2. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll spend more and more money. Why Steam sales? I don't know. But, yeah, it's working pretty well. Well, I, cool. I don't... You can... So the the beta participation in this is actually kind of weird. What you do is you go to Android Market or you go to the App Store. Yes. You download the program. Yes. No matter what. Yeah. You try to log in, and then you get that wonderful email from Steam of, like, you're trying to log in from a new computer. Here's your code. And you enter that, and then it says, aha, your account is not enabled. Yeah. Thank you you for attempting to log in, and we will get back to you. When we invite you to the beta. Yeah, because you actually have to download, you, ha- you have to activate the mobile app in your regular Steam. So you, li- you have to, it's just like activating a digital game. It's like, I'd like to activate something, post it in there, and then you have to download the thing that's the mobile client, and then now it's in my inventory, just sitting there. Really? And then I was able to log in on the phone. Yeah, it's a little weird. Hopefully they don't do it that way in the future, but... We'll see how it happens after it gets out of beta. Yep. So speaking of phones. Phones. Yes. Rim, the maker of BlackBerry. Who's in deep shit. Um, yeah, their CEOs basically left yeah. on Sunday. So we weren't able to get it in because we already had recorded. Yeah. But it seems their new CEO is... Um... <laughs> so this is... Okay. You, you've, you've got the Titanic. Yeah. And you have the captain of the Titanic. And he hits an iceberg. And then he said, this is the equivalent of him saying, okay, I fucked up. I'm going to give it to someone else. And maybe, you know, they can evacuate it or patch it up or do something. And the replacement says, stay the course. (laughs) Keep going. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Everyone resume drinky. (laughs) This is his quote. He says, what I wanted to make clear to the market is that we believe in our strength. We are BlackBerry. We are an integrated solution, hardware, software, services, and network. Go, BlackBerry. Let's rock and roll this. It's actually one of his quotes. Yeah. Let's rock and roll this. No. BlackBerry is in deep trouble. (laughs) He also is quoted as saying, we're not baking cookies over here. I would hope not. No. Not a bakery. No, No, you're not. I think they're trying to make fun of Android's... Gingerbread. Just, yeah. Which, um, no, you're not really baking cookies over here because you're, uh, other than your random, I think the last couple of Blackberries that came out have been, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're fucked. Uh, I do not see this ending well. Kind of like Kodak, where they were the first ones out there, but they didn't. Well, no, see, the, the difference is Kodak killed themselves. Why? The BlackBerry basically was the first smartphone. They were the ones who started the smartphone. And then Apple's not, like... Not in the sense of... The difference between a BlackBerry at the time and the original iPhone, I'd say, is an order of magnitude greater than the difference between a regular phone and a BlackBerry. There were other phones you could get your email on. There were other phones that had very limited access to the web. I know, but BlackBerry was the one to have. Yeah, but that's because it had the security and it had its own private network. That wasn't because of the phone. No, the phones were... Garbage. Yeah. And, yeah. But the, Whereas, 
Whereas Kodak invented the digital camera and then said, oh, shit, let's try and sweep this under the rug and hope no one else finds it. It's not that BlackBerry unleashed the beast. It's that they just remained ignorant of it the entire time. True. They had their they had the BlackBerry phones. They're like, okay, this is good enough. Yep. Stay. Whereas Kodak was like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. No one do this. No one do this. No one do this. Fuck. Instead of getting it on the ground floor, they kind of tried to bury the ground floor. Yeah. It's like, no, don't pay attention to this construction going on over here. There's nothing over there. Buy film. Keep buying our film, for the love of God. Oh. Although evidently, uh, Kodak is, although they've declared bankruptcy, they're still trying to survive. And one of the things they're doing is using their chemists to, like, start inventing new shit. I thought you were going to say they had their chemists working at a meth lab or something. (laughs) That would be highly amusing. I guess that's what out-of-work chemists do. (laughs) Brew meth? You'd think that a chemist, like an actual honest-to-God, I've been trained, I know what I'm doing chemist, would do more than cook meth. Oh, yeah. I mean, there have to be so many other fun drugs that they could make. (laughs) Oh, I'm just now picturing what Kate's going to say after she hears this. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. A chemist. Yes, I understand. So, there are rumors out. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah? About the next Xbox. The next Xbox. Yep, which supposedly is going to be debuted at E3. If they name it something like Nextbox <laughs> or Kinext, I will fly to Redmond and punch some poor marketing person's face in. But um, supposedly it's going to have an ATI graphics processor that's six times as powerful as what's currently in the Xbox. Yeah, we reported on that. Did they do that last week? Two weeks ago. Uh, the rumors are still out there. Yeah. But also, to add to that, um, it's going to switch from DVDs to Blu-rays. Oh. I swear we had a bet about that at some point. Yeah, I think I'm the one that was saying that they were. You said, nope, nope, physical media is dead. Well, speaking of physical media... Andy, you owe me dinner. <laughs> I swear it's the other way around. No, you were saying physical media is dead. I said that the either this or the current or the next iteration of Xbox will include Blu-ray. And you're like, no, they'll never do it. Digital distribution, it's the way to go. They've got Xbox Live. They've got games on it. They won't need it. Find, Why would I want a Blu-ray when I could stream a movie? Find me where I said that. And then I'll believe you. See, this is why I wanted that redesign, and I wanted to put the bets on the column. Hey, out of the two of us, who's more likely to redesign the webpage? Who has the free time right now? Who has the knowledge? Who has the ability to use Google to get the knowledge? But I don't know where to begin. I can send you a place to start. (sighs) We've covered places to start, Andy. (laughs) I know. Last week, we talked about, like, two of them. Stanford has got their comp sci classes online now. Ah. And there's also uh, Codeir. Never heard of it. Codeir is they send you a a lesson per week on how to code in JavaScript. Hmm. Let's see, there's how do I learn Ruby on Rails. That would be helpful, since we run Ruby on Rails. Mm Mm-hmm. There's... (laughs) Code School, Rails for Zombies. Wow. Tryruby.org. 
Speaking of zombies, just a side, um, NC State was having a humans versus zombies nerf game. Yeah. Um, public, the public safety on campus basically triggered a campus-wide alert because of it. What? Um, because the people had reported that there were um, a dude strapped with a weapon, which was a nerf gun. Oh, was walking no. into Riddick Hall, and there was also other people... Because it was a campus-wide game of humans versus zombies. So, uh, yeah. That's stupid. I love how it's human versus zombies now rather than just the Assassin's game on campus. Yeah. Side note, my mom told me at one point that she actually was playing Assassin's on campus. Your mom played Assassin's? I guess so. If she is to be believed. Okay. Um, and I guess uh, she was at one point had to wear a wig and was hiding... For an hour in the woman's bathroom to try and not get killed. Wow. Yeah. Did not expect my mom to be an assassin's player, but okay. Granted, I hung out in BYOC for an hour waiting for, uh, I think it was <laughs> Mentok to uh, show up. Yeah. That, and I think I was trying to kill somebody else, so I'm like, dude, I found somebody with your thing. Come follow me. And then I just literally walked him out of BYOC, turned around, and said, you're dead. Oh, brilliant. You are terrifying. <laughs> God, but walking around in a Waldo costume in that game, I was just a... <laughs> you get a bullseye on you. Literally, it was red and white circles. So mm-hmm. Viewed from straight above, because yeah. it's got a little red poof ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were a walking bullseye. Okay, so where we talk about oh, uh, the next Xbox. Yes, Integ- the 720. Integrated Connect, which... Okay. Yeah, that's a given. Yeah. But it also may not be able to play used games. What? Now, this is all still rumors, and Microsoft says... We don't officially comment on rumor. Yeah. But the idea is that when you buy a game, basically it will connect that physical disc somehow to your physical player. Okay. So if you try and, you know, take it to GameStop, sell it, or somebody else buys a used one... This sounds like a terrible idea. And, like, I... Okay, so let's say potentially this happens and Microsoft announces it at E3. Yes. And they announce there will be a device in here that will etch a serial number onto the disk so that it can only run in that console. First off, if I have two consoles, I have to buy two copies of the game. Um. Second off, I get the equivalent of a red ring and have to send the console in. They send me a different one back. I have to rebuy my games. Okay, there's probably... Third. Oh, you're still going. All right. I'm still going. <laughs> GameStop would threaten to stop carrying Microsoft games and Xbox games. And in fact, it wouldn't just be GameStop. Best Buy would threaten because they have a used games thing now. Redbox would no longer do it. Gamefly would no longer do it. There's no way. Okay. Now, I agree with you that making it so no used games whatsoever would not work that it's actually an article follow-up on kotaku that says why an xbox with anti-used game tech makes perfect sense which when you first read that your first instinct will probably to think it's either bullshit or the worst idea a video game company has ever had mm-hmm. but he does point out that it's kind of the way we're heading in what sense well the fact that um I got Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah. And in order to use the multiplayer aspect of it, I... There was a code that you had to put in. Yes. Right. And if you sell it, you have to... That new person will have to buy a new code. Yes. Which is significantly less than buying a new game. True. But it's... 
That code, however, is tied to your profile, not your box. There's a bunch of stuff there that you... At least I hope it's tied to your profile and not your box, because otherwise those first two situations uh, that I mentioned are going to show up. Well... I had that same problem with mine, because Xbox Red Ring sent it in. They sent me another one back, along with the link to basically reconnect all my digital stuff Mm -hmm. to the new box. You can do it, what, once a year? Something like that. You can actually, I think, do it more. Oh. So, we've already have a way of, we already have games that require a code new. You can't play certain parts of them used. Yeah. So it's only a small step to just do more and more of the game that you can't play if you bought it used. Yeah. Uh, at that point, the used game industry lobby, as it were, would say absolutely not. And uh, Microsoft would not be able to do it. Okay. So Ubisoft, as you play, doesn't uh, Epic EA have- has... I don't know if Epic does, Epic Games. EA has uh, their sports ticket. Yeah. Yep. So all these, but these are multiplayer aspect, yes. not the game. Okay. So what if you just somehow put into the hardware that it's just the multiplayer stuff and make it universal for all? Then, as long as the multiplayer stuff was cheaper than the game and you still required the physical disc, GameStop would say whatever. They could still sell the disc. Yeah. And they could sell the passes at a cost, and they'd make money, and they'd be happy. But if you lock it down and say, nope, you, you just can't sell this, if you sell it, the other person has to basically buy it anyways, the game stores would revolt. Yeah. And by revolt, I mean they would refuse to sell the games, and Microsoft's gaming division would wither and die. Unless they got a solid digital distribution backbone in place. You mean Steam? <laughs> I mean, that, that's the answer. Once they have that, once they have the equivalent of Steam, then yes, they can put out games and you can't sell used games. I can't sell you my games from Steam. I can't even let you borrow my games from Steam. No, which, like we said last week, has the negative aspect of what happens if the site goes down. Yep. Which, just a personal antidote here. Told Dave this already, but um, I bought Sid Meier Railroads on Direct to Drive because they were having some ridiculous sale, and I got it for like twenty bucks when it was brand yeah. new. Um, well, Direct to Drive is now bought by GameFly, mm-hmm. and GameFly sent me an email saying, "Hey, uh, if you want to get your games now, you can do that. You just got to download the GameFly client and do this, that, and the other thing." Well, they haven't carried over Railroads yet. Have they- you sent them an email? Uh, I was going to do that this weekend. Say, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> well, also, there, there's a section in there that says, we might not actually carry your game over. Dude, that sucks. I know. I almost just want to buy it for the 10 bucks that it is on Steam, just to be like, okay, I'm done with that. Yeah. Granted, now i got to worry about, as we said last week, what happens if Steam goes down? Heaven forbid it goes down, but it could be a possibility mm-hmm. oh netflix also is um mixing their idea for video game rentals yeah well that that went out the door when quickster died actually it, and it didn't right them. away this was actually just recently this week that they said okay we're not going to do the uh video game rentals right but you could have guessed that yeah they probably don't want to compete with gamefly granted they've got, they've got the distribution network already set up all they got to do is just Put in. It's probably because the cost of games are so high. Yeah, and the return time is going to be a lot longer. True. I mean, I, you've used GameFly, right? Yeah, for about a week. Right. I used a different one. I don't even remember what it was. I used it for a couple months, and it just it was not good. Especially when you have your queue, and then they send you the thing on the bottom of your queue. 
Yeah. Really? You're going to send me Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I've got these 30 other games above it? Thanks. And like, oh, well, you know, we never guarantee that it's the top of your queue. We do our best. I'm like, bullshit. <sighs> I'll continue with video games. Yes. February 7th, down in Australia, Ooh. is the day that they should be voting on to allow 18-plus ratings. Yay! So now just we have to wait uh, two weeks. But still, right now in Australia, it, the, the cap is 15-plus. And if you can't get it down to the 15, then you, you, you can't sell it's, it. Yeah, it's the equivalent of an NC-17 game. Yeah. So you go from, like, PG-13 to NC-17. There's no yep. rated R. Hopefully this passes. So they all have to import if they want to play. Yeah, and I feel sad for Cousin sometimes when he talks about how much money he's spent on games importing them. And it's not cheap. No, no, it's not. Speaking of Cousin, I need to get back into IRC. He's not in there at the moment. Well, I expect not at the moment. It's like 10 o'clock at night there. Well, there's a lot of people who I don't know anymore in there. Oh, And everybody's like, how come you haven't been in IRC uh, all that You've off? been falling off IRC? Yeah. Andy! I just let it run in the background and then... <laughs> Hop in every so often. Yeah. Say something interesting and then leave again. You terrible, terrible person. I know. It was also with the PAX forums during the Christmas thing where it's like... Oh my god, I'm a thing, but he hasn't been on the forums in forever. Because I haven't been to PAX in forever. It just seems weird to be on the PAX forums and not have anything to do with PAX. Yep. Side note, less I'm, than 75 days. Till East? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going, are you? Nope. Right. This is the first PAX I'm missing since we started going. Uh, welcome to the club. You won't yep. miss much. Yep. Uh, well, I've missed seeing people. True. But I am planning on going to Prime. Ah. All right, what else do we got video game related? Oh, the state of California owes yes. the ESA another $950,000 in legal fees. Woohoo! Not that, you know, California has the money to spare. No. But the... Uh, That's the, a lot of money. Yeah. For the whole ESA versus the state of California, mm-hmm. the legal fees have been a total of $1.3 million. $1.3 million in legal fees Man, that the state some, of California has had to pay to the ESA. Those are some happy lawyers. Yep. So the uh, president and CEO of the ESA said, Senator Yee and Governor Schwarzenegger wasted more than a million dollars in taxpayer funds at a time when Californians could ill afford it. However, we feel strongly that some of these funds should be used to improve services for California's youth. So they're actually going to donate a portion of that $1.3 million to uh, a couple of after-school educational programs in Oakland and Sacramento. Good for them. Taking the high road. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Now, if only they hadn't come out and said, yeah, we support SOPA. <laughs> and then we saw how much they paid for um, lobbyists. Yeah. $190,000 for lobbyists that we know of for SOPA yep. or PIPA. Yep. So high road on one point. Very low on another. Yeah. God damn. Hey, it's the dark side, just like Apple. And that, oh, the fight. I, I sense a disturbance, just a, a, a change coming, perhaps, in topic. <sighs> okay, now this has been going on in the newspaper, so some people might not be knowing about paper. it. physical Yeah, physical newspaper. Um, the New York Times has been putting out a series of articles about 
Apple, and more specifically, their um, factories and their production strategy and everything. Mm-hmm. And saying how bad um, Foxcom, where the Apple products are made, is. Treats their workers. Yeah. Is this the, the thing with the signs, work hard today at your job or work hard tomorrow to find a job? I have not seen those signs, but it basically talking about how horrible it was to work at Foxconn because they're producing thousands upon thousands of cases and they live in dormitories. And at one point they had to be woken up in the middle of the night because the iPhone screen was not working correctly. So they were giving a biscuit and a cup of tea and told to um, start working at midnight. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's the classic, basically, the almost the sweatshops yeah. with eye shops. It's more like a labor camp. Yeah. And then, uh, so they posted all these articles, and then uh, Tim Cook, the new CEO, responded, saying, hey, it's... Uh, it's really not that bad. <laughs> well, we understand there are issues, but he... Post, most people have pointed out in the memo that he posted out to everybody, which was supposed to be an internal memo, but wasn't... Um, he didn't really deny what the New York Times was saying about the conditions. Yeah, of course not. Because <laughs> if he did, the New York Times would come back and be like, no, here's our proof. Yeah. And then he'd look like an idiot. I believe I've mentioned Apple makes fantastic products, but they are a very, very, very kind of evil company. Well, the stuff with the secret police and... Yep. It's, like, terrible to work for Apple. Was Apple the company that would start building, like, new walls in the rooms that had no, had key cards and no windows and everything? Is that what the I one we talked about? No idea. Not a clue. But, uh, it's a dark side to the back end of, um, electronics. Because Apple's yep. not the only one that really does this. Most no, a lot of companies use Foxconn. Yeah. For cheap labor. It's actually, um... When I was down in Puerto Rico, I was chatting with my brother's friend who lives down in Puerto Rico. Works yeah. for their Spanish-speaking surveys. Um, but I guess the eight, there's an HP factory down in there. It's a big one, huge. Um, HP ships all the stuff down there, gets made, and I think their wage. Well, as we talked about, Puerto Rico's minimum wage is one of the lowest in the country. Right. Then the stuff gets shipped out of there, and then um, if anybody wants to, you know, buy the HP computer that they were building, they have to, I think he said it was about 10% higher, plus there was an import tax into Puerto Rico in order to buy it. Ouch. Yeah. Uh Ouch. So, you know, they're making it, and then it gets shipped out, and then shipped back again. Yep. They couldn't, you know, just keep some of them on the island. Nope. Of course not. This way HP makes more money. Well, of course. It's all about the Benjamins. Or the Pentiums. Well, no, they aren't making Pentiums anymore. I know, I was going with the Weird Al's. I know you were going with the Weird Al, Andy. And I'm pointing out, it's outdated. (laughs) It is obsolete. They don't make Pentiums. Fine. All right, so what do you want to talk about next? Uh, That's a good question. BlizzCon! (laughs) What BlizzCon? 2012! Exactly. The lack thereof. Yeah. So, okay, Blizzard goes and says, we're not showing up to to E3 anymore. We're not going to go to PAX. We're just going to do our own convention. Yes. And they've been and, doing it since 2007. And Yeah, they've been going strong. BlizzCon is, you know, sells out every year. Not only it sells out, but they're like the online viewing passes that almost are just... At several hundred dollars each. Yeah. And so this year they have stated they aren't going to do it? Yep. Have they said why? Um, 
well, they're doing the Battle.net World Championship Series. So Blizzard Esports is starting up this year. Okay. And they're also heavily focused on getting Diablo 3, Mists of Pandera, which is the WoW expansion. expansion. And Heart of, Heart of the Swarm, which is the StarCraft 2, not expansion, but kind of release, part 2. Yeah. Not to mention Project Titan. But they don't talk about Project Titan. But well, that's what I'm saying, not to mention. Yeah. that they, they actually do not mention Project Titan. Did you see the job posting the other week for Project Titan? No, I did not. Uh, it was... Something about using – it was a lot of like corporate speak. So it was utilizing and leveraging the existing branding from third-party products and incorporating it into the game. What? Which means loosely in-game ads from current products. Hey, it's not the first time I've seen that. No, but it, it's really interesting because what kind of game are they planning? That has advertising from current things. Right. I mean, you, you wouldn't expect, like, it wouldn't make sense, and I, I just don't see Blizzard doing it, to have, like, an advertisement for Coca-Cola popping up in a fantasy universe. <laughs> Drink Coke. If you give you plus three strengths. Yeah, so, you know, what the hell are they working on? <laughs> Side note, um... I was playing Driver San Francisco when I was trying out Redbox. Yeah. There were actually billboards in the game that were yeah. advertisements. Yeah. Now, that's in-game like, advertising that, eh. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what in-game advertising is supposed to be. <laughs> Other than, uh, what was it? <laughs> uh, Guitar Hero 3 had an unskippable sequence where they had, like, Red Bull people walking out and, oh. Yep. Boo, Red Bull. Boo, Activision, except for Blizzard. <laughs> so there's going to be Minecraft Legos. I saw that. How's that going to work? I'm not sure, because I haven't really posted... I mean, are they all just the 2x2x2 two by two by two bricks, since everything in Minecraft is this kind of 8-bit block thing? Well, they're still developing the concept for it, so there's nothing really in stone or gray block. <laughs> That's right. You I, went there. I went you there. You did that. <sighs> but um, it's past the LEGO review. I don't know exactly what that is, but I guess they... Um, I expect it's a committee that approves or denies projects at LEGO. Yeah, the stage before product development begins. So it's past that, and now it's in product development. So it's coming at some point. <laughs> Minecraft Legos. Yep. Uh, too little too late. Now that they've got... So Minecraft, uh, you can ex export the file, basically, right? Sure. Of the world or of any of the models. Um, so people have been taking those and hooking them up to 3D printers um. and having the 3D printer go through and just build it. It's actually some really cool stuff if you just search Minecraft 3D printer. You're searching for that right now, aren't you? Yes. Gotcha. I want to make sure I'm not lying to people. Well, are you? Images. Uh, give me a sec. I'm going to image search. <sighs> well, Dave's doing that. Yeah, yeah. So there's the Eiffel Tower that was built in Minecraft, printed in 3D. Gotcha. So we talked about how the Super Bowl is going to be streamed online. Yep. Um, now, we know for the actual Super Bowl, the ads are expensive, and they sell out like nobody's business, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing the online streaming of the Super Bowl. Those ads, uh, I guess they're not really selling. The online ads? Yeah. Huh. 
Okay. I know. First off, I didn't expect, if I was going to watch it online, that the um, stream was going to be anything different than, you know, the... TV stream. Yeah. But I guess it is. And I guess they're still waiting for people to um, buy Purchase ads. Purchase the time? Yeah. yeah. How much are they charging? Um, the digital packages generally range from 300000 to 600000 Andy, do you have half a million dollars sitting around somewhere? No. Damn. Why would I have half a million <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, I could see what I could do for about like thirty thousand of that. Ha- oh, maybe a little bit more. I could. You wait. You can't think of what you would do with five hundred thousand dollars. Well, now things are slowly starting to add onto that. Yeah. So how now, about buying a house? Yeah. I was thinking of okay, paying off all student loans. That's what I was thinking. Student loans at thirty thousand. Buying a new car. That's another. Well, I probably want to get a. Yeah, I just found out. By the way, my uncle is getting a Tesla. What? My uncle is. He's already bought and is waiting for a Tesla sedan. Oh, the Tesla Model S with backward facing seats because Munsk has five kids and he wants all of them in the car at one time. Mm-hmm. So the problem with the uh, digital thing also is from the advertiser's perspective is they're not expecting the digital stream to bring more than 200,000 to 300,000 people. Whereas it's millions and millions yeah. watching the television. Yep. Yeah, not the first year. No. Granted, I loved it when uh, March Madness was online. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Having, like, that was convenient. Especially having one on TV, so it's nice and big, but having a secondary game on in the background. God, March Madness is going to be in a month. Crazy. <laughs> March Madness is going to be in a month. Super Bowl is, like, next week, isn't it? Yep. It's not Sunday, right? No. Okay, next Sunday. Yes. Good. But by the time this airs... It will be. Sunday. Yeah. AMD's bleeding money? Yeah. So it's the end of January is when everyone posts... Holy crap. Uh, sorry. I need to get off this image search. <laughs> end of January is when everyone posts their earnings and their profits, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. for the previous quarter and kind of will generally sum up the previous year. AMD posted a net loss for quarter four of 2011. Uh, of almost $200 million. Oh. Ooh. It's a little harsh. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that they've got this contract with Microsoft for the, well, in theory, that they have the contract with Microsoft for the new Xbox. But, man, they got to they gotta move something around. Intel is killing them. Okay, who else is doing chips other than Intel? IBM. IBM's still doing chips? Oh, they well, probably... not for consumer electronics. Well, not a... that you'd put in your computer. Well, that's what I'm thinking is... Um, no, it's, it's IBM and AMD. Those are the only like PC manufacturers. But remember, Andy, what we talked about when we were... They were uh, just coming out with this current generation of gaming consoles, and we were comparing the 360 to the PS3 to the Wii. Yeah. And we said, who won? IBM won, because IBM is the chip maker for all three. Ah, Qualcomm does the chip in our phone. Oh, well, yeah. So there's Qualcomm, I guess, still. That's what everything... Qualcomm, Motorola still makes some chips. Texas Instruments makes some chips. Yep. But if you're looking at computers... Yeah. Now, don't forget, AMD also includes ATI. So they don't just have uh, Intel competing with them. They have NVIDIA competing with them. And NVIDIA graphics cards are generally regarded as superior to ATI. Intel processors are generally regarded as superior to AMD... True. They have fallen on some hard times. Yeah, I actually used to be um, 
No, wait, never mind. This laptop still has an ATI graphics processor. I was going to say, I always used to be AMD and ATI, but then... Yep, I have an ATI graphics card in here, mostly because that's what was available and because uh, this motherboard supports ATI Crossfire. Ah, Crossfire! Yeah, I know. <laughs> You'll get caught in the cross. Crossfire! I thought that was the oddest game, because all you do is just basically shoot BBs. At each other. At each other. <laughs> well, there's the two little targets on the board that you're supposed to hit and push to the other side. Yeah. You're not just shooting them to each other. <sighs> Crossfire. But the guns would jam. If the table wasn't level, then you were screwed. It was the coolest commercial for a toy ever, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but actually playing the game sucked, because it was just... That was the entire game. Gotcha. I've never actually played it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Don't. <laughs> As I can tell from Don't your... Don't waste your yeah. time. So, um, last piece of news. Yeah. The Supreme Court has heard arguments basically about TV profanity and nudity. Really? Yep. In what case? Um, and under what circumstances? It doesn't actually say what case. <laughs> Carlin's Ghost v. U.S. Department of Ethics. It, I, it, the article actually does not list what case they were listening for. Okay. Hmm. Odd. But, but in, I mean, so what, I mean... Well, the idea is the fact that the FCC can, at the moment, back in the 1970s, I think it was, yeah, 1978, there was a ruling that said the FCC is allowed to regulate both radio and TV content during the hours of, like, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. or something like that. Right. Then after 10 p.m. Anyone's game. Yeah. Granted, most of the um, broadcasters kind of just still carry over that. Yeah, well, they don't want to get into shit trouble. Well, what's interesting is the fact that cable channels also do not have any regulations at any time. So they're always, according to cables, is always after 10 p.m. But they basically stay along the same lines as broadcasting. Broadcast, right. I mean, if you watch The Daily Show, it's censored. Yeah. But granted, there was one time where they actually missed a censor. Of really? Him uh, flicking off the camera. They missed oh, one of them. Whatever. I know it was just the finger, but still, I was kind of surprised when I saw that. I'm like, wait a second. They they can do that because they don't have they don't have to be regulated. Yep. So now the broadcasters want to overturn that rule, saying that they don't want the um, the rules to be in place, especially since they're too hard to figure out, and some things might be penalized and some things might not. Like the fact that ABC aired um, Saving Private Ryan basically uncut on okay. air during primetime hours before 10 p.m. Saving Private Ryan's an R-rated film, definitely for violence and language. Yeah. Yet, they were not fined for it. Yeah. But then Bono dropping the F-bomb during an awards show, somehow that gets fined. So... They want to be like, look, this is not consistent. This is not working. Fix it. But most of the justices are, according to their arguments, have been saying, um, yeah, we're probably just going to keep it the way it is. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a touchy subject. It's hard for them to come down on it because you're getting real close to free speech issues. I could see them just kind of tossing it down. <sighs> So, well, uh, it's not a perfect system at all, no. No. But I do not expect it to change. Oh. 
So, all right, random how are we review. Review. Shank. 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 Like with a shiv. Like with a shiv. Uh. I saw this game at PAX East, I want to say two years ago. Did I go to PAX East last year? Yes, yes, you did. Okay, and that was the first PAX East? Yes. Are we sure about that? No. I might have missed a PAX East already. I've just completely blocked it out of my memory. PAX East 2010. Four, five, That's six, when seven, I went. Eight, nine, PAX East 2010, PAX Prime 2010, PAX East 2011. Yeah. I Okay, so I actually I lied at the beginning of the episode. This won't be the first PAX I've missed. It'll be the second PAX I've missed. I couldn't have gone to East last year. I was teaching. March 11th through March 13th. Yeah, there's no way I would have yeah. made it out there. No. Um, but anyways, at PAX East in 2010, I saw a, a small studio on the show floor, Klee Entertainment. Uh, and they had one of their animators standing there showing off their game called Shank. And it looked really, really, really cool. Uh, and in fact, it turns out the animator was Jeff Agala, who did a lot of work on Cartoon Network. Uh-huh. So you've actually seen probably some of his other work. And it, it was this amazing little game, and I was very happy, and I couldn't wait for it to come out. And then it kind of dropped off my radar for a long time, and then it came out, and I didn't pick it up. Wasn't it part of the Humble Bundle? One of it them? was part of one of the Humble Bundles. Ah. So chances are you have it. No, I don't, because I didn't buy that one, because I had, oh. like, every other game in that bundle already. It was worth it for just this game, Andy. So Shank is an action arcade semi-platformer, which, you know, describes 90% of games out there. I would have gone with a side-scrolling beat-em-up, but... Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, similar to Battletoads. Yeah. Uh, you have three attacks. You have a light attack, a heavy attack, and a gun attack. And it's, it's just so well-designed in the fluidity of these combats. But I have to say, the game is designed for the guy in those Dr. Pepper for Men commercials. <laughs> This is absolutely a machismo. You know, you're walking around with a machete, and how much blood and gore and guts can we fit into this? So it's kind of like God of War. But way cheaper. But way cheaper. Indie studio. Yeah. And probably a better story. (laughs) It's it's almost like Kill Bill so far, the story, except you're a guy instead of a girl. What's funny is the story was actually written by one of the God of War creators. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it it feels very Kill Bill at the moment. Uh, the story is revealed to you as like through a series of flashbacks as the game progresses. So something happened that you're getting revenge for, and you don't find out what it is until later in the game. Well, like as you remember more of it, and as more of it shows to you, you get to that boss. So it's kind of like God of War. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're progressing through the game, but you don't know exactly why. Yeah. Until the end, and you're like, oh. It's really well designed, though. I'm having an absolute blast with it. It is friggin' hard. On easy mode, it is hard. Are you playing the... I'm guessing you're playing the PC mode of it? I am playing it on the PC with a 360 controller. Mm. But it is not an easy game. But man, is it fun. Um, You know the, the thing that they do in action movies where you've got two pistols... And you're shooting in front of you, and there's a guy who's, like, creeping up behind the character, and he just takes one arm, points it behind him, and keeps shooting without even looking. That's a standard move in this game. (laughs) 
that's just like you've got your pistols out, you're shooting, and someone's walking behind you, so you take one arm and point in the other direction, and you keep shooting. The classic, yes, I know you're there, now you're dead. Right. Gotcha. My only complaint about the game is the damn dogs. So overpowered. Like, oh, I'm going to charge you and then knock you down and then maul you while everyone else on the screen shoots you. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Mm. Oh, what's that? You broke out of my grip? Okay, there's three more of me. Damn dogs. Side note, Shank is currently on Steam for $15. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's going to be a sequel. Yes, they are. They have talked about Shank 2. I don't know that it's worth $15. I got it as part of the Humble Bundle. Yeah. It is a great game. For 15 bucks, I would expect it to be a little longer. I think I'm actually just over halfway through based on the achievements. It looks like there are four bosses. Five bosses? Yeah, five. And so I'm about halfway through. Mm. Um, so, you know, 15 bucks is kind of steep, but it is a really good game. Oh, <laughs> I just went to the Shank official webpage. Countdown to Shank 2. 10 days, 1 hour, 51 minutes. Oh, hey, look at that. So I actually expect Shank to go on sale very soon. Because Shank 2 is arriving on February 7th. Cool. I'll probably wait for it to be part of a bundle. Let's see how much Shank is for the Xbox 360. Should be 15 bucks. Oh, I forgot that Firefox does not... Which is to say, like, 1,600 Microsoft points. No, that's 10 bucks. Okay, so it's probably 10 bucks then, because it's probably 1600 God, what is with the X... For some other reason, Firefox and Xbox.com do not work well with each other. Because it's Microsoft. I know, and there's some circle thing going on there that's getting really annoying. They want you to use a Microsoft product. All right, here we go. I will open up Internet Explorer. I still keep it around for some reason. It's what we use at work. Xbox.com. Come on, start loading up anytime now. Xbox.com. Oh, it did work. <laughs> Shank. Come on. Games. Shank. 12,000, not 12,000, 1,200 Microsoft points. <laughs> like 12,000? Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, so it's 12 bucks. No. No, 15. Eight, 15 bucks is 1,200 points? Well, 10 is 8. $10 yeah. is 800 points. So 800 plus 400 is 10 plus 5, which is 15. Is 1,400. No, no. $10 gives you 800 points. Yeah. So half of that, $5, gets you 400 points. Yeah. points plus 400 points is it, Oh, yeah, it's 1,200 points. Hey, look at that. So it's 15 <laughs> bucks. I can do math, I swear. <laughs> Who went to college for math? You? Oh, well, for math me. So, yeah. $15. Okay. So you like the game, but you don't think it's worth 15 If it were only 10 I'd say go for it right. in a heartbeat. Okay. 15 is a little much. All right. So, random topic. If you could pass a law to ban one thing, what would it be and why? Mm. Is this a magical law that bans exactly what we want and not, like, unintentional consequences? I don't know. Can we say it is? <laughs> Random topic. It's if you could pass a lot of ban one thing, what would it be and why? Right. I'm, I'm saying, can we say, can we okay. assume that it's, if it bans exactly what we want? Hmm. Also assuming this is above and beyond other laws that already exist. Sure. What do you think, Andy? <sighs> I know this will sound stupid. Okay. But speeding. Really? A lot of people drive fast, but they really don't need to. And it kind of annoys me when there's 
a guy in a big, huge pickup truck with four-wheel drive, and he's doing 85, 90 on the highway. I'm sitting there just thinking, you're getting, like, gas mileage in the single digits. Mm-hmm. And how much time are you saving? Like five minutes think- over the course of three hours of driving. Yeah, I don't Driving 60, you do 10 miles every 10 minutes. Driving 75 miles an hour, you do that 10 miles in 8 minutes. Yep. So every 10 miles, you're saving 2 minutes. minutes. By going 15 miles an hour faster at that point. Yes. Your tank of gas will probably get you, what, about 300, 350, Mm -hmm. we'll say... Call it well on on the highway. Call it four hundred miles. Okay, we'll say four hundred. This guy's got a diesel engine, so two minutes every ten miles. He saves an hour and a half on a tank of gas. Yeah, that's it, and that's now it, an hour and a half over a tank of gas. Unless the guy is driving, you know, out to Seattle, he's not going to see that all at once. He's just going to see a minute here, two minutes there. Yep. Yep. What's, talking, more, what's worth more, though, your time or your mileage? Uh, it depends for each person. How much are they getting paid? Are they getting paid during that time, or are they not getting paid? Well, no, you, you don't question whether you're getting paid. It's a question of what's time's value, and time will have an intrinsic value to everyone. True. You know, if you've got time, and it's not a, a static value either, because if you've got time to burn, then yeah, you can go slower. If you've got stuff you need to get done that day, time is more valuable. True, and of the fact, like, you know, your wife is in labor and you need to get to the hospital yep time you (laughs) right so uh in that case perhaps you'd like to speed yeah but i just think the average guy doing the average thing going that fast on it's really yeah yeah yep 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 so i know it sounds crazy and i know speeding already is illegal but yes but you'd want a ban on speeding yes like a ban on stupidity (laughs) i don't know if that's gonna work I don't think it will. Uh, but that that's really the best thing I can come up with, is a ban on stupidity. How would you even enforce that? I, hey, that wasn't part of the question. <laughs> if we're assuming it bans exactly what we want, I want a ban on stupidity. Didn't we read a... Uh, oh, it was the, the movie. And there was also the book where it was the genetic testing, and there were different classes. Gattaca? Gattaca was the movie. What was the book that had, like, the alphas and the betas? Uh, Brave New World? Yes, there you go. Things that I have read and seen, but do not remember the names of. Yeah, I never actually really read Brave New World. I read parts of it. I read enough that during the discussions in class, I could make a comment. Man, I used to read so much more, and then now it's just, I've read one book so far. Are, you on, are you on book two yet? No, because Kate's got book two. Oh, tell her to hurry up. You tell her to or hurry up. I'm not Read it while to. she's at work. I just told her to hurry up, basically, because she's going to listen to this. <laughs> she might have stopped after that whole comment about the chemist, so we don't exactly uh, know for a fact. Right. Okay. Anyways, I think that's uh, that. That's time. Then. Yeah. Ban okay. stupidity. Thank you, everyone. Oh, we'd have to ban the show, wouldn't we? Hi-o. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.